Hey y'all, so today's episode, I want to address something that basically everyone deals with, and that is anger. I mean, no matter who you are, you've gotten angry at least a time or two in your life because anger is a, it's a natural feeling, it's a natural emotion, and it's also extremely common because everyone gets angry at something. I mean, I don't, I don't care if your anger level is a one or a 10, you're getting some sort of, you're getting angry at something. I also want to get into the feelings that can cause anger. And especially one for me, um, and that is resentment. Anger and resentment are very real things that people deal with every day and they can cause Honestly, they can cause unnecessary stress in our lives. And I know I have personally both experienced them in my life. I remember experiencing, you know, anger and resentment even from when I was a little girl. There are many ways to deal with these emotions and there are healthy practices to learn so we can be a happier version of ourselves. So I wanted to get into that today. All right, y'all, let's get into it. Okay, so let's talk about resentment first. Resentment is actually defined as a feeling of anger because you have been forced to accept something that you do not like. So obviously anger comes first and then that anger turns into either a grudge or resentment or both. First off, we need to figure out what are the causes of those feelings. Now there are several sources of anger and honestly it is so different from every single person, but there are different themes in people's lives that can lead to resentment. One of the most common is abuse and neglect. This can be from several different situations. Some people, even like myself, have experiences as children. And some of it comes from some sort of abusive relationship, but no matter what the experience, the anger and resentment are still similar. And as honestly, as heartbreaking as it is, abuse in all forms is real and it can be crippling, but there is a path out. If this is something that you are or have dealt with, let me be the first to say that I am honestly so sorry that you are going through that. I personally know what it's like, and I know how difficult it can seem to think about letting go, but it is important to realize that if you do not let go and you hold on, You are giving the abuser the power. This is something that I had to dig deep within myself to come to face, to face with. But honestly, when I dove deep, it was the best thing that I've ever done. 
Another cause of resentment is jealousy. Now, again, jealousy is a natural emotion and it happens often, but it is good to be able to recognize it. If you have a tendency to be jealous or try to recognize, or, or what I would say is just first try to recognize that emotion and channel it into something healthier. Envy and jealousy will not only make you angry, but it can also drive a wedge between you and other people. So little, you know, personal story, but I used to be a super jealous person, especially when it came into relationships. I felt that way and I held on to that you know, emotion because I got cheated on and I was heartbroken. So then I was just this jealous person throughout my relationships. But then I realized that I never want to be with someone who wants to make me jealous or someone who wants to be with me and other women. So I had to let go of jealousy And since that moment on, I have been in much healthier relationships. A real mate wants to make others jealous of you, not the other way around. There are several other causes of anger and resentment, including rejection, discrimination, health problems, humiliation, um, inequality in relationships. I mean, there's just, we could keep going on and on and on. And all these experiences are actual and the emotion that result from them are oftentimes very hard to handle, but they honestly must be dealt with. We, you know, if we, if we go through life holding on to anger and we hold on to grudges and we hold on to resentment, it will bleed into all other areas of our life. And I'm saying that with experience, we, it will flow into our relationships. It will flow into our work. It will flow into how we treat people. It will show in the way you react to conflict or to situations. It will stay with you until you choose to work through it, make peace with it and let it go. I am personally in no way insinuating that it is easy to let go of these emotions. Dealing with strong emotions is never simple, but especially emotions that has been built up over time. I also know that is so much easier said than done. It's easier to give advice than it is to live through it. I believe that working through these emotions, it's difficult, but it is so necessary. And I want to share with you some ways that you can do this in a proactive and healthy way. A few proactive solutions include getting your daily exercise, talking to friends, owning your anger, seeing both sides of the situation, 
you know, reciting positive affirmations, journaling and writing down your thoughts and your experiences and things that you're going through and also changing your environment. And that even includes changing the people that are in your environment. All of these things are very, very beneficial in the end. I have talked before on, you know, earlier episodes is it is important to exercise and it is important to exercise for your mental health. I truly believe that what exercise can do and can give to you, nothing else really can. Exercise gives you endorphins and it can brighten your mood and your overall state, um, overall mental state. Physical exercise can give you a chance to just release your emotion. It can be as simple as going for a walk, you know, putting in your headphones, going for a run every day to just calm you down, get your nerves and your mind right, deal with your emotion through exercise. That's one of my favorite ways to deal with emotion. And you could find a class to go to that, you know, could be an emotional release. For example, I've actually signed up for a hot yoga class and I was in there and the instructor not only walked me through yoga, but honestly walked me through letting go of these emotions. I nearly cried in class. It was such a great release getting to the gym and putting on your music and your headphones and slanging some weights and just letting out all the tension and the chaos and the emotion. Finding a healthy hobby such as exercise can help relieve tension, can help relieve stress, and it makes your mind become occupied with something else. Another great way is talking to friends and family It's a great way to externally process and work through your emotions. When a friend knows you particularly well, they can probably provide you with the best advice that they can to, you know, that fits your life and your situation. And a good friend may also be able to kind of reframe your situation so you can see the situation in a different light, but... I must say, just be cautious with this one because it can be easy for your friends and family to sort of be one-sided with the situation, which won't necessarily help your situation. So just be kind of cautious with getting advice from your friends and family. Okay, so let's talk about owning your anger. First off, We need to learn how to control our anger before our anger controls us. And to do this, we must all just acknowledge when we are angry and remind ourselves that we can get over it. Remember that this feeling of anger is not going to last and it will only last as long as we allow it. Once we own our anger, we can begin to speak the truth to ourselves. 
with positive affirmation. We can tell ourselves that we are in control and that no one can make us feel inferior. And doing this will help calm us down if we are beginning to feel angry inside. We can learn to practice both present and future affirmations so we can use this technique to prevent anger and deal with it in the moment when it occurs. Like I mentioned earlier, through all of this or talking through all of this anger is important, but can but it can also be helpful to internally process this anger. And a great way to do that is by journaling. So you can write down all your emotions and it can allow you to see your anger and your situation and your emotions more clearly. And if all else fails or just in general, change your environment. And I mean, physically change your environment. Sometimes it helps to get up and to get out. And you can also change your environment by changing who you are around. You can cut out those toxic people in your life and you can surround yourself with positive and uplifting people. Okay, y'all. So let's move into the five things. y'all, I wanted to share some proactive solutions to deal with your anger, but now I want to share ways to truly, truly deal with these emotions so you can move forward in a more positive way. So here are five ways to release anger and resentment. And number one is like I said, recognize the source of your anger. The first step to moving forward is to pinpoint the source of your anger and to clearly understand where it is coming from. It may be kind of difficult to pinpoint, and I'm not saying that you necessarily need to face that person or situation, you know, head on, but it helps to recognize it. Finding the source of your anger will allow you to fully comprehend the depth of your anger. Number two is practice relaxation techniques. So using simple relaxation strategies can help soothe your angry feelings. If you practice these strategies often, you will find that it is so much easier to resort to them when you feel like you're about to get angry. It is so important to find these techniques and find what works best for you so you can have a clearer mindset. These techniques are, you know, something as simple as meditation, hot yoga, like I talked about earlier, going for a walk, going for a run, any type of endorphin hyping exercise I find is very helpful. Number three is work on being self-aware. So becoming more self-aware can help you prevent your anger from happening. 
once you become more aware of what, you know, triggers your anger, you can apply your techniques that help you to change the dynamic of what your mind is going to go through and what causes these emotions. If you are able to embrace yourself and basically avoid that victim mentality, the results of your self-awareness practices can lead to permanent change. Number four, and this can be a tough one for a lot of us, but just practice forgiveness. Forgiveness may look different for everyone, but it generally involves making an active decision to find peace and let go of resentful feelings and thoughts of revenge. Once this is done, your anger will no longer drain your energy and you will be able to have a peace of mind. It's not easy to find forgiveness, but it is so crucial and important. It also helps to recognize that forgiveness isn't a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of you taking the power back and moving on with your life. Number five, don't sweat the small stuff. Your happiness is largely impacted by your ability to let go of things and to realize what you can and cannot control. So let the small things go. Let it go. I always think of the Frozen song, let it go, let it go. Just let it go. (laughs) Don't hold on to it. Focus on the good things in your life. Pick your battles, and allow your happiness to overcome your mild frustrations. Honestly, they're, they're mild. I want us all to remember that letting go of your anger and resentment, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. All of these tactics are important, but I know that they aren't easy and they may not come naturally. So let's all just be mindful every day. Let's try and work through our anger recognize our tendencies, move forward with peace and positivity. And that's all for me today, y'all. Go to Apple Podcast, rate and review. And if you are watching YouTube, thank you. And if you're not, go subscribe to my channel. I love you guys. See y'all. <laughs>